0: Say Belongs yeah, yeah. it belongs to you, yeah, yeah. Victory, victory belongs, belongs to belongs you, to said I tried him for myself.
1: you got a victory. How many know that you got victory? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Victory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The amazing, the amazing thing is Bible said when when Jesus got up we got up. So because he got victory that mean we got victory. Because he got up that means you could lord we thank you god we thank you for this day god we thank you for another opportunity father god just to come into your presence god god we thank you for another opportunity father god just so that we we're, we're able to breathe your air god to breathe your breath god god i actually father god to open up our minds god open up our hearts father god to receive everything that you have for us god God, I ask you, Father God, to let our hearts not be hardened, God. God, I ask you right now to start to cultivate our soil, Father God. God, cultivate it, Father God, so so every word, Father God, will fall on good ground, Father God. God, I pray, Father God, right now with the name of Jesus, that we stay connected to you, God. God, we come against the enemy, every assignment, God, every distraction, God everything that will hinder, Father God, us from receiving everything that you have for us, God, even this very moment, God. So, God, inspect our hearts, Father God. Inspect our worship, Father God, right now with the name of Jesus. God, I ask you, Father God, just to come in, Father God. Use me, Father God. Let me decrease, Father God, while you increase. Let me step back, Father God, so you can step forward, God. All of you, Father God, and none of me, God. All of you and none of me, God. We thank you, God. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man. Victory. Victory. I'm so glad that Jesus got up. Because he got up with all power in his hands. And the, the amazing thing about that is the same power that caused him to conquer the grave is the same power living in us. That very same power is the same power that is living in us. Man, I'm just, I'm so full right now. I just don't eat. Now I see what the struggle was about. I wish I knew how to sing, y'all. Cause this song's been on my heart for about two weeks. I'm not gonna sing the whole thing. I'm gonna just sing this little chorus and make sure all my shakes is out.
0: I wanna give my best to you. I wanna do what you ask me to. I want to go wherever you say Just say the word and I'll obey I want to live a life that's real I want to serve you, Lord, for real For you deserve all of this and more So I give you more I give you more Bishop, you know this, Bishop? I want to give my best to you, I want to do what you ask me to, I want to go wherever you say, just say the word and I'll obey, I want to live a life that's real, I want to serve you Lord, Deserve all of this and more so I give you more, more. I give you seem to weigh me down Oh, the worshiper in me needs consistency yeah, yeah, yeah. To lift my hands to give you praise when no one's around But the worshiper in me wants to break free I should be up. I'm seated in my seat. I should be lifting my hands, giving you praise
1: and glory. Woo! Listen, how many how many want to give God more? How many want to give God more? God, I'm tired of being in the same place. God I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over again God I gotta give you more the same worship I gave last week I can not give this week the same worship I gave last year Woo. Jesus Woo, I feel it Woo. Holy Spirit Woo. Hold on. Listen, I've been struggling with this. I was, God is pushing me to say it. I, woo, listen. I remember last Tuesday, Bishop God gave me word. He said, no more missed opportunities. No more missed opportunities. When the doors of the church is open. Listen, we got to learn how to take advantage because pretty soon they going to start shutting doors. Woo! There's going to come a time and a place where you can't come into the church so you got to learn how to take advantage now because I'm telling y'all Jesus is coming Jesus is coming woo no more church as usual no more prayer and worship as usual he said I miss you I don't know who he talking to but he said I miss you all I want to do is just spend time with you you don't pray like you used to you don't spend time with me like you used to he said I miss you it's it's, it's not about your sin problem no I'm not worrying about that I just miss my daughter I just miss my son I just want to spend time with you you used to love me but you don't love me the way that you used to woo Jesus I just want to spend time with you I just want to spend time with you. I love you. Which, which, I died for that. I died for that. I'm not worrying about that. Don't worry about them. I ain't, I ain't worried. Don't worry about them. I died for you. I died for you. I just miss you. I just miss you. I just want to spend time with you.
0: Woo! He
1: just wanna spend time with us. I wake you up every morning. every morning you're able to lift your hands you're able to walk in here you can hear you can smell you can taste just can I get a good morning you you talk to everybody else but you don't talk to me I'm the one put you in a situation so, so you can come to me. They can't help you. I did it so you could come to me. Only, only because I, I love you and I want to spend time with you. month, God has, uh, oh, man, he put it on Bishop Hart to allow me to speak this month and you know, I resisted it and all that but thank God for him and the pastoral team and for um, allowing God to use them to push me. You know, I was, hey, this you know, sometimes we cry and say, God, I, w- I want more of you. Use me, God. Use me, use me. But then when opportunity comes, you know, fear comes. And that didn't come from God. Fear comes, but, you know, thank God. For, you got to surround yourself with people that believe in you, people that trust in you, and people that be- believe the God in you. Grab a hold of those people. Not the people that's going to let you be comfortable where you are wow. and complacent where you are. Be around people that's going to push you. Young people, be around people that's going to push you. Yes. Your friends that, that condone what you do, those ain't the ones. My God, speak. I mean, by, uh, Bishop, he, uh, he, we, we had a, a minute Joshua class. One of the principles was I will hold my brother accountable, even at the risk of losing a relationship <laughs> or even a friendship. You have to push your brother. They may not like it at the time, but you got to push them. So we've we've been in uh, a spiritual checkup month. And I genuinely believe that God is trying to get us ready, not just for his return, but for us to do what we have to do. For us to um, really look at our lives. Say, God, am I really where I need to be? Because a lot of times, if you ask many, many people, oh, I'm cool. I'm right where God wants me to be. But if you really ask God, God, where where am I? Or if you can even study the word and the word will show you that uh, you're not really there yet. You know, so we just really have to really examine ourselves. Don't lie to yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Do not deceive yourself and really check yourself before you actually wreck yourself. Amen. So um, two weeks ago, we talked about um, good soil, the parable of the sower, and um, it talked about how, you know, some, the word, for there was a planter, he went to go sow seeds, and some fell on the side of the road, and, you know, the word didn't take root because the evil one came and snatched the word, and that side of the road was a hardened heart. A lot of us have hardened heart. And that's why we're not able to receive the word of oh God because our hearts are hardened. Then he said some fell on, on rocky places. You know, we, we receive the word with joy, but then when trials or affliction come in our life, on, we fall away because the word never was really deep down rooted. And then some fell among, came with the, the thorns. And you know, the... Um, the excitement of riches. It choked the word. You know, we, we're, we're more focused on, on uh, things of the world. Then we're more focused on the word of God. Then some fell on good soil. That good soil, you know, they produce fruit. They're produced. Then last week, oh my goodness, talked about staying connected, staying connected, staying connected to the vine. Jesus said, if you abide in me, the word abide in you. I mean, that's what he wants. He wants us to abide in him. He wants us to dwell to live in him. Stay connected to the vine. So this week, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But we're going to talk about parable of the talents. Parable of the talents. Parable of the talents. Starting at um, Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30. Y'all don't have to stand up because it's a lot of reading. Everybody got your Bibles? Let me see the young people. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, you got your Bible. How many young people got your Bible? Whoa. We're going to have to change that, y'all. All right, can we change that? Young people, can we change that? All right. I'm going to start counseling y'all football games. And, uh, and everything else. Everything else, taking cell phones, all that. Oh, man, I'm going to stop right now. All right, Matthew 25, verse 14. For it is like a man about to go on a journey who called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one each according to his own ability, and he went on his journey. Immediately, the one who had received the five talents went and traded with them and and gained five more talents. In the same manner, the one who had received the two talents gained two more. But he who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them, And the one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Also, the one who had received the two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one, who, the, one the one also who had received the one talent came up and said, Master, I knew you had to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow. And gathering where you scattered no seed, and I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you you have what is yours. But his master answered and said to him, You wicked, lazy slave, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have put my money in the bank, and on my arrival I would have received money back with interest. Therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents for, for, the, to, for to everyone who has more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But for the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. out the worthless slave, and throw out the worth the worthless, blah, the, worthless blah, the worthless slave <laughs> into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Ah, man, that was a lot, right? That was a lot, but we're gonna try to get through this. I won't. I won't be long. I promise. I won't be long. I just want to um, talk this thing out and let us uh, really listen to what God is trying to tell us. Whew! All right. So first, I said for it was just like a man about to go on a journey. Called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. So when we look at talents, talents here was it was a sum of money. It was uh, some people say it was about like twenty years worth of money. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money that uh, that he held. It's like okay, you hold this. And so when you look at it, the servants they did not become owners of the property. The owners, oh my goodness, this is, this is, the servants did not become owners of the property, but it was their responsibility to take care of it. Ooh, Jesus. Notice, notice that he he didn't say he gave it to them. He didn't say, I give you. He said, I'm entrusting this to you. So entrusted means, that means uh, he's giving you responsibility. So every Christian is entrusted with some responsibility for the kingdom. Some will take this seriously and invest their lives wisely, and others will squander this responsibility. When we look, we we could take a look at Adam, Adam and Eve. They were kicked out of the garden. Why? They didn't take responsibility. He he placed them in the garden, but did they take responsibility? Nah, instead, they took matters in their own hands. So they missed the opportunity. They messed up the opportunity and fell and got kicked out the garden. Kicked out the garden. So my question to you, this is the first question. What are you doing what God has given you? You got to ask yourself, what am I doing with what God gave me? So we see that he entrusted them with, 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 with his talents, with his money. So now they have become stewards. Now, they're, they're, now they become stewards. Steward is a job of supervising or taking care of something such as an organization or a property. So you got to ask yourself, am I being a good steward? Because we don't, we, okay, I understand that in this, in this context they're talking about money. They're talking about the sum of money. But we also can look at it and look at our, our lives. There's different, there's different gifts and there's different things that God has placed inside of us. So now you got to ask yourself: With those things that God has given us, what am I doing with those? He gave, he gave, he gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. Wow! There it is. Listen. The talents represent opportunities to use our abilities. Say it again. The talents represent opportunities to use our abilities. If five talents were given to a person with minimal, with minimal ability, he would be destroyed by the heavy responsibility. So, God already know what you can handle. You. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Telling you, this thing sliced me up. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but it sliced me up. I was just as quiet as y'all when I was studying this. <laughs> because, simple fact, Bishop had to tell me all the time, I trust you. It's in you, Kena. It's in you. But I didn't believe it. Right. Wow. Wow. Oh, I... I, I Listen, God assigns work and opportunity according to the capacity. So you got to ask yourself, what am I doing to build capacity? What are you doing to build capacity? The thing is, God, he gave it, he gave it, he gave it according to their ability so he knew what they could handle. So God already set you up so you could succeed. He already gave it to you. All you got to do is go do it. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. Not only did God say he won't put more on us than we can bear, but listen to this. 2 Peter 1 and 3. It says, seeing that his divine power has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him, who called us by his own glory and excellence. God has given us everything that we need. Everything in life and everything in godliness, God has given it to us already. So you said, and then he said Ephesians 1 to 3, he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing In heavenly places in Christ, God already gave it to us. Listen to this. They say, the Lord knows us, and he knows the full potential of each person for serving the kingdom. He designed that potential into each of us when he created us. No one is entrusted with more than he can handle, but neither is he entrusted with the less than he can handle. The person entrusted with the little will be will be required to do all he can with the little he has been given. All of us are to live up to the full potential by God's strength with his wisdom for his kingdom. With his wisdom. With, with his strength for his kingdom. Bishop, I ask... I ask my, um, when I was studying, you know, you got to ask people questions. So I asked my family, asked my family questions. I want you all to think about it and answer the question. Do you think we are all created equal? Just a question. Just a question. I'll go over it later. Say, so immediately the one who had received the five talents went and traded with them. And gain more, and uh, gain five more talents, Bishop. This right here, I, this this is it. I really, I really had to repent because he said after he gave them five talents, and he gave the other man two talents. He said uh, the one with the second talent, he did immediately the same thing as the man with the five talents. He said they went immediately after they received the talents. They went to go trade and make an investment right after. I'm not saying they had a letter of instructions or not. But if they didn't, they went out and took risk because they knew what they had. Got to wow. be more careful. They, was, they, they blindly walk with faith instead and went and went to go trade and make they made an investment so how, how many of us are scared to step out on faith yeah. on. knowing that God bless you with some talents and some gifts knowing but instead oh Jesus but instead I'm gonna be like the one with the one talent Sorry. and on. on, whoo I'm getting ahead of myself. But he said, they went immediately. And I really had to pray because, and repent because there's, I know God plays certain things in my life. And I was trying to, I was trying to hide those gifts and those talents, but it had to take Bishop to tell me, boy, if you don't get up. But it shouldn't have to take that. We should, we've been, some of us been in church our whole lives, and we know how God operates. Do, do, I, do, do I have to take somebody from you to go, to get you to go where you got to go? Do I have to start snatching jobs for me to get you to do what you got to do? Do I got to start having your kid act up just to get you to go where you got to go? God shared was I miss you. I'm trying to get you to get to the place where you can be fruitful. I'm trying to get you to the place where you can stay connected to me. But do I have to set up a funeral? God almighty. Just to get your attention. Do I have to lay you in a hospital bed just to get your attention? spiritual checkup. Spiritual checkup. Listen, I don't think God is playing with it. I don't think he's playing with me, so he's showing up, not playing with nobody else. Listen to this. I said, the fact that the first slave went immediately is a sign of his faithfulness. He does not put his work off and think that there is no need for hurry. God is expecting something from all of us. He wants us to produce. There's there's no accident that you're still here. There's no accident that that he he allowed you to live his life. There is no accident. He's looking for a harvest from us. Listen to this. For those, for those of you who don't know what God has called you to do, listen, don't stop praying and reading your word. And don't miss an opportunity to come to church where the door open because you never know what God may release yes. that night. Yes. Listen, each, every Sunday, we could say it's a different experience. Every Sunday, sometimes you just sit and just listen. Some you worship, some you pray. But we we have to learn how to take advantage of every time service is going on because you never know. How How many here struggle with lust? See, there's some people here struggle with lust. But on, we just had a service two Tuesdays ago. And God allowed Bishop to speak over those who struggle with lust. So now you ask yourself, did I miss the opportunity? It can come again, but we have to learn how to take advantage of every opportunity. Every opportunity, take advantage. Don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be scared to join. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to join a ministry in church. Listen, because there's sometimes where you know some of us. We like, you know, I don't know my 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 gifts, and I don't know what you know what has God has called me to do, but I know God called us to be a disciple. So listen, the more the more you study, the more the more the more you pray, the more you constantly get that relationship with God, God will start revealing things to you, and you just like I said, you never know the night where God began to speak, and it's 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 prophetic in here, it's prophetic in here you never know, bishop, just may, God may drop a word in bishop that can confirm something in you. And now you know, hey, I know what my calling is. Or you could join a specific ministry and work. You know, it may not be for you. Being a doorkeeper, it may not be for you. But you could try it out. At least you took a risk. Just like the man with the five talents. He took a risk on his investment. The same thing with the two talents. They took a risk and they gained more because they took risks. Don't be afraid to take risks, especially for the kingdom, especially for the kingdom. Listen, but he who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. The third servant who had received one talent played it safe by burying his talent and waiting for his master return. Can I tell y'all something? Stop burying what God has given you. Stop bearing what God has given you. Listen, this man, he did he demonstrated a lack of understanding of his master. He clearly did not know him very well. Very well. Too many so-called believers failed to believe the Lord Lord enough to believe the Lord enough to obey him, revealing the lack of faith through passive spirituality. In failure to take to step out in risky obedience, I'm gonna read that again. Too many so called believers fail to believe the Lord enough to obey Him. Too many so called believers fail to believe the Lord enough to obey Him, revealing a lack of faith through passive spirituality and failure to step out in risky obedience. Sometimes you just gotta step out and obey. God, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what it's gonna be at the end, but I'm believing you. I'm believing that you're gonna make a way. I'm believing that you're gonna do something. I'm not believing in myself. I'm not gonna allow fear to stop me from going where I gotta go. I'm not gonna let fear stop somebody else's deliverance because of because of me. Because of me. I believe, I believe I'm on borrowed time. I'm just, I'm just speaking for myself. I, be, I believe that there was plenty of other people I could have helped, but because of my fear, because I, because I was scared to obey him, now somebody else had to take another lap because of me. So how many, how many of us are supposed to be in the ministry? but instead because you're scared or, or because you don't want to give up certain things, you want to stay right where you are. Bishop, I believe a lot of us is still in the same place. We're, we're scared to go forward because we don't want to give that thing up. We don't want to give her up. We don't want to give him up. We don't want to give that drink up. We don't want to give the weed up. We don't want to give the sex up. We don't. So instead, I'm going to bury what he gave me because I'm scared of the responsibility. Listen, everybody don't got to be a preacher. We know that the Bible says the preacher's going to be judged harsh. We know that. We know that. But there's nothing wrong with being a, a doorkeeper and a good one. There's nothing wrong with being a greeter and smiling when you do it. You never know. Some some people smiles in here change lives. Some people hug change lives. If I'm going to be a singer, I'm going to be the best singer singer I can be. <laughs> because that's what God placed inside of you. Yeah. Musicians. I know we got musicians in here. What you doing with your talent? What you doing with the gift that God gave you? How many here know how to pray, but not using to your advantage? Wow. We have prayer and worship. We can use that. There's so many things that we can do, but instead, we want to be like the man with the one talent that Barry. Did y'all know it's a judgment come with that? You are accountable. You are, hold on. And first of all, it's not even yours. It's not even yours. I entrusted you with this gift. I gave you the ability to do it. So now you're going to sit up here and call me a liar. Oh, my God. And say that you're not able to do it? You're going me a liar. Come on, yeah, right. You're going me a liar. Wow. Jesus, I'm telling you, Bishop, I had to repent. I had to repent. Because me, elder, me coming up here... Telling you guys that I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. That's like that's like a slap in God's face. I created you to do the work. He said, I'm gonna perfect you until my coming. So of course you're gonna go through some bumps, but trust me, I got you. I got you. spiritual checkup, spiritual checkup. Now, it was this is 25, um, 19 through 30. I don't think I'm going to read all that, but he talked, he talked, he talked about how, you know, this when they went back to their master and say, you know, master, I did this and like, I got more. He said, well done. Well done, a good and faithful servant. And and then the one with the one talent, he said, "You wicked, you wicked servant. You wicked servant, what I gave you. You didn't, you didn't do nothing with it." And he had, a, he had the the servant. He, I don't know who he, th- I don't know who he thought he was. But he said, he said. <laughs> told him, he said, but master, he said, master said to him, you wicked lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed, then you ought to have put my money. Because the, the, the dude, he said, he said, you reap where you, where you uh, don't sow. How come the other two didn't say that? So, he come up here making up stuff, <laughs> just saying anything. How many of us do that to God? God, uh, uh, I knew you was gonna be mad. You kill people that do. You kill people that do don't that do that uh, that don't do stuff right. You kill people in the Old Testament because they prayed and wasn't clean. You did that, but that's an excuse because my son died for you. My son is inter- interceding for you every day. Yes. So every 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 look, I can't even see sin. So what you're doing, that's an excuse because every time I look down, I just see the blood. Yes. Every time, every I, if I see you, i kill you, but instead I just see my son. Every time. So that's just an excuse. But he said, therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. Then he said, throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping. And gnashing of teeth. So the three servants fell into two categories. Two categories: faithful and unfaithful. The faithful took serv- uh, the faithful servants took their talents and put them to work for the Lord. The unfaithful servant hid his talent in the earth. Instead of using his opportunities, he buried them. He did not purposely do evil, but by doing nothing, he was committing sin and robbing his Lord of service and increase. Can I ask another question? How many of us are robbing God? Ask yourself, am I robbing God? Am I robbing God of His service and increase? But even even when you when you look at it, it wasn't it wasn't so much about results. It wasn't so much about results. It was about your faithfulness. Just being faithful over what I gave you. I'm not I'm not I'm not worrying about how many people get saved every time you speak. But are you faithful enough to speak regardless? Are you faithful enough to come sing even if it's two people out here? Are you faithful enough to stand at the door and greet somebody even if nobody walked through? Your faithfulness. He said, well done, my good and faithful servant. Because of of your faithfulness, Now your capacity is starting to build. Now your capacity is starting to grow. Why? Just because you was faithful. We don't want to be like the unfaithful, the unfaithful man who was committed sin because he was robbing. Mm. The third servant was unfaithful and therefore unrewarded because this man was afraid that he might fail. He never tried to succeed. Never tried to exceed. My next question is, are you being a good steward over the life God has given you? That's good. Listen, I'm done, y'all. I'm done. But I'm not finished. I'm done, but I'm not finished. Are you being, are you being a good steward of what, over the life that God has given you? Listen, God has allowed us to live his life. There's many benefits and blessing in this life. The question is, are you taking advantage of it? Or are you still living the, the life that God replaced it with, with his life with? Wow. The same thing you was doing before you got saved, are you still doing it in this new life? Are you still talking the same way you was talking before I gave you this? Are you being faithful and a good steward over what I've given you? Are you being a good steward? So let us take advantage of this opportunity to say, you know what, God? From this day forward, I want to be a good steward. I don't want to be an unfaithful steward over what you have given me. God, I no longer want to bury the gifts and the talent, this life that you have given me. Because God, he already called us to produce fruit in this life that he's given us. So it's important for us to be a good steward. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your word, God. God, we don't want this word to fall on death ear, God. God, but we want this word to fall on good soil, on the good ground, God. So, God, I just ask you right now, Father God, to remove every hindrance, everything that will stop us, Father God, from being a good steward of your word, everything that will stop us from producing everything that you have called us to produce, God. God, I just ask you right now, Father God, to resurrect every, every dead gift, Father God. Everything that we tried to bury, God. God, we ask you to scoop it up right now in the name of Jesus, God. So, God, we love you, God, and we thank you, God. From this day forward, God, we're going to walk into our purpose, God. We're going to walk into destiny, God. We're never going to pray and worship the same, God. We want to be different, God, because we want to serve you completely, God. God, we love you, God, and we thank you. Your son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.